0: Hey, this is Kai Guy coming in not live from New Hampshire. So, I realize that it's probably been a really crazy week for a lot of you. I've been doing online classes almost every day. I take a hike, I do Xbox after to connect with my friends. Oh my God, that's a, that sounds like it's a bear. Let me go check. I mean, like, we are in the White Mountains, so I wouldn't be surprised if it is a bear. We saw a bear prince on our hike yesterday. Nope, not a bear, just a lemur. (laughs) Anyway, in this time of coronavirus, I figured a lot of you are out of school, so I was gonna talk about online education, and I have the perfect person to talk about it with us. She went to Harvard Law School She was this like world famous lawyer. She went to Yale and studied Chinese. She has this whole page in a Boston Magazine about her with a picture of her in the library of the school she started. The school she started is all over Beacon Hill newspapers. She's like famous. I happen to know her pretty well. She's my mom. Mom, can you come up here? I really wanna to talk to you about school closing and online education, okay? Hi Kai. What's going on? So I was gonna interview you this week. Um, how's it going? It's
1: crazy strange time for us, but it's going okay.
0: Okay, so the first question is um pretty basic. I'm pretty sure you're not gonna like need to think about this one, but why did you shut down schools?
1: Well, I shut down our school, which is all I have the power to do right now for a few reasons. Um, I'll address maybe the least important one first, Kai, and that is spread within the children at school. While I was definitely worried about spread within the children at school and people getting sick, I do believe the evidence that, for the most part, kids don't get that sick and they will recover. We always, at any given point in time at school, have some illness or another running around and for the most part, kids recover. But that makes kids, in some respects, some of the most dangerous in this spread of coronavirus, because. They get such mild symptoms that you don't realize what they're sick with. You don't realize they're sick with coronavirus. We were sending kids home from school, sending them to pediatricians. Pediatricians weren't even asking questions. They weren't testing them for anything. Not even doing flu tests, even though we started to require that. to try to figure out what people were sick with. So if kids are gonna have very mild symptoms, then they're going to be rapid spreaders to their parents. We have a huge number of parents Parents in the community, so this would be the second reason to shut down school, in addition to keeping the kids healthy, really it is to keep their parents, who might be workers in the medical community, many of our parents are, their grandparents, everyone they come in contact with at their classes, at their you know, music lessons, their sports events, really to keep them from spreading it much more widely. And then I think the third reason, Kai, was really to be a community leader. I've been disappointed in the response of our government and, you know, initially other business leaders, other community leaders. There's so much evidence out there, and I'd read a lot about coronavirus over the four weeks before I closed school. There's so much evidence that acting early, you know, even days earlier than others can really change this can could mean we were out of school for less time could mean fewer people got really sick and died and so I thought it was really important to be a community leader and do what seemed like the right thing because it might give other people the courage to do the same thing.
0: Thanks. So now we've been doing online classes so how did you find out about Zoom and help your um, and help the teachers start using it?
1: Well, you know, this is one thing where, even though I pride myself on trying to think independently, Kai, sometimes you have to know when you're just not going to get it, you're not going to get a better solution than the leaders in education. And so I knew that some major universities, including Harvard, had been training their faculty, like your dad, on offering Zoom classes, and Harvard really has been a leader in response to this whole coronavirus. So this was one time when I said, look, I'm not going to outthink education experts, and if it's good enough for Harvard, it's good enough for us. Yeah. Tell me what you think. What do you think about the Zoom? What does Zoom help you do? What do you get to do on Zoom instead of um, just, having assignments by email.
0: Well, you get to see the people, uh, you get to see your teacher and talk to them and see your friends and your teacher can share their screen with you so that you can see what they want you to work on or some guidelines. So now um, my next question is pretty much what you were gonna ask why are we doing online classes instead of sending homework?
1: Well, I think you definitely talked about some of it. Kai, you talked about how you can see your friends, you can see your teacher, and I think you said the key fact, which is that your teacher can provide guidance. So I think one thing we can do as a society, even though I really wanna see much more major shutdown, shelter in place, lockdown, really, really heavy hitting tactics um, that I'm not seeing yet. The thing that we can do even while we have all that disruption is try to keep certain aspects of society moving forward, not just stalled. And I don't see any reason why education can't move forward, but a huge part of education is not just sending parents to print out and assign the work and making sure they have the time for that, A huge part of education is that your teachers stay involved in exactly where you are, how you're progressing, what lessons they're giving you, um, and that they be the ones who keep monitoring, keep doling out assignments as you're ready for them. And with online classes, it's much easier for the teachers to do that, for them to appear at certain times of the day and explain it to you. Um, It also keeps a schedule. We know tons of parents are working from home, and our school has a huge percentage of working parents, both both of them working. So when they're now working from home, giving at least, and we wish we could do it even younger, but giving at least our elementary students hours of time when they are expected to be online and engaged with their class and the teachers, gives parents an opportunity not to be focused on homeschooling, but instead to be trying to achieve this work from home. So my efforts really were to allow as much of normal life for parents and for students to continue so that when we pick up at the end of this, we're not simply picking up where we left off potentially weeks earlier, we've actually moved forward. And I think that's what we're achieving with an online schedule of classes, um, most of all.
0: Thank you. And, um... What is your estimate right now for when you think you'll open school and how will you know when you think you're gonna open school?
1: I have to answer the second part of that question first. Again, I think I said before, I've been disappointed with government response. Um, You know, a fascinating thing, Kai, even after Governor Baker announced school closures for, I think, three weeks, which seemed like a first step, and I hoped he would follow that up immediately with some more lockdowns, some more measures that made three weeks seem like a reasonable time period. Unfortunately, that hasn't happened. But at the same time, the Department of Early Education and Care and its leadership was urging those schools that serve children younger than kindergarten age to be continuing their services and actually looking for places that would expand to do surge capacity to cover others who had shut down. That was some of the probably most inappropriate, shocking guidance that I saw out there. Uh, Really irresponsible because you were asking for tons of kids to be put in together, more cramped quarters with this idea that it would get parents to work, but it seems so short-sighted because it might mean parents got to work for another week or two until the pandemic grew and grew and grew as a result of all these kids spreading it uh, and overwhelming the healthcare system. So there was just no, no responsibility in it. I still haven't seen the things that I would need to see in order to know when we would reopen school. I think the biggest factor would be, I would like to see virtual shelter-in-place orders, except for the people who most needed to go out. Uh, you know, so, so I shouldn't have said virtual. <laughs> That's an overused word. Uh, shelter-in-place orders, meaning people don't leave home for a good period of time. And I think those should last for about four weeks, two weeks to identify, really start identifying people who are sick um, already that would come out with those shelter in place orders. You wouldn't be getting as many new infections, but you would see who was already infected and start treating them and helping them through it. And then two more weeks to see who in their families or who they'd been sheltering in place with came down with it. So I would have liked to see a four weeks from the time some of those really strong government measures went into place and that's what I was hoping to see when I announced an initial four week closure. We haven't seen that yet. We're a little over a week in, so I would say we're sadly four to six weeks potentially out still from reopening school. And it is going to depend on either radical testing, the way that South Korea has been doing. They did not shut down everyone, they didn't do shelter in place, but they tested hundreds of thousands. Um, The number per capita was, was so many more, 20x what we're testing per capita. Um, And so they isolated those people, they knew who was sick, they got them quarantined. So if it seems we're not going to do that because we don't have the resources, then the only other option is real lockdowns um, and real shelter-in-place orders. And if we don't see any of that, I just don't know. So let's hope for some good responsible government action so that we can start to say, okay, four weeks from now we can reopen. Thanks. Do you want to go back to school?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Online school is good.
1: But you'd rather go back in person?
0: Kind of. So, I know you guys all know what it's like to be a student at a school, but I wanted to show you what it's like to be the person who makes all the big decisions at the school. I hope you all enjoyed that and learned something. Thanks for coming, Mom.
1: I hope to have you back soon. I enjoyed talking to you on your podcast. Even if this isn't fun to live through, it was fun to talk about with you. Thanks. See you next time on The Kai Guy Show.